Hey folks, welcome back to the DC Threecast. My name is Brian. With me, as always, are Vincent and Zach. We are here to talk about the comics coming out on February 14th, 2023. Uh, basically just talking about Swamp Thing Green Hell number two, written by Jeff Lemire, illustrated by Doug Monkey. Uh, this book has a bit of a complicated history. The first issue came out last year, um, early in the year, if I recall. I don't remember exactly when it came out, but it was uh, it's a three part miniseries that three part. Vincey, do we know four part? Three. I, think, I believe it's three. I believe I it's three. It's yeah. The, yeah, it's three. It's, it's three. That's three. Yeah, it's that classic black label format. Yeah. And uh, it is both a, a a new Swamp Thing story and sort of an epilogue to Lemire's Animal Man story from the New 52. So before we talk about this issue, this issue, did either of you guys go back and read issue one first like I did? No, no. OK, I, I I remembered like literally the last page involved John Constantine, but I could not remember much else. So I went back and I reread it. Um, did it were you were you like fine with the story without having gone back and read it or was it a bit confusing at first? There's no, not much going on here. <laughs> yeah, the first issue was pretty bare. That's I yeah. remember not caring for the first issue that much because not very much happened. I, I just I remembered it being about a, a group of people uh, living in not quite a post-apocalyptic world, but a world where Rick Grimes. Yeah, they were Rick Grimes. Yeah, climate change had happened and was happening and was worse than it is now. And uh, I remembered Evil Swamp Thing coming. Um, the the only thing that uh, did take me a minute to readjust is remembering what uh, Alec Holland's place and all of that was. And and I, if I do recall correctly, it, that that issue ended with uh, Constantine summoning him. Is that is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that that was the only thing I kind of had to jog on my memory a little bit because it that issue did come out december 28th of 2021 oh wow so more than a year ago yeah yeah um yeah it's uh it it was a while ago but um so zach you had said that you didn't enjoy the first issue very much did you enjoy this issue more yeah i like this issue a lot talk about it for a minute uh i mean i just liked that it um you know, having just done the the new fifty two uh, read through and revisiting some of those uh, that era of um, you know Swamp Thing and Animal Man and, and seeing Lemire kind of slide back into that is is pretty cool. Um, it you you can definitely read this without having the context of those stories. I think, and and I, I also kind of. Um, was not like scratching my head or anything, but I uh, was kind of wondering maybe what stories were, were maybe being referenced that I wasn't catching, especially with um, the way this story starts off with Alec uh, being in this kind of uh, afterlife sanctuary with um, Abigail and Teffy, um, you know, not recalling maybe what story that might've happened in or been alluded to, or, you know, uh, some some of those particulars I was a little iffy on, um, but it, but like I said, it's 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 just cool to see Lemire slipping it back into some of this um, stuff with the red and the green and the rot, and I think he writes it well, and it um, it doesn't like knock my socks off or anything, but it, it's it was a fun read, and the monkey art was good. 
Yeah. Uh, Vincy, what did you think of this issue? Um, I, I think I, I pretty much agree with everything Zach said, except I think I liked it a little less. And that's not to say I disliked it. It's just so arch swamp thing and like straightforward. Um, you keep thinking there's going to be some twist or some novelty or some some greater point, but it really is just a summation of Swamp Thing. It it almost works, even though it's like quote unquote Swamp Thing's final story. Like it could, it, it's definitely like pitched or presented as that, right? Mm-hmm. Or it feels like that. It's almost it could very easily be your first Swamp Thing story first and last, you know, <laughs> um, it's just so, it just so much embodies the idea of Swamp Thing and, and, and what it is. And I think Zach is exactly right that, that Lemire is very good at writing that. It's just that it is very much. It's baby's first and last Swamp Thing story with a little dash of mature black label sort of language thrown around and and i don't like that doesn't make it bad it's just i was wanting that little extra gear to it you know but i felt like every every little beat was kind of more more or less did the expected thing um the stuff about the parliament of trees wanting to burn the world and start over because mankind has destroyed it i mean that's very much it that is that is that is the crux of at least part of what swamp thing has always been about you know right right um the the stuff with constantine summoning him and being very dispassionate about it that's that's classic uh constantine uh tricky bastard stuff you know i mean it's it's mm-hmm. all of this is very much classic these characters nothing wrong with that i i just i was hoping for a little extra gear um but i but i definitely enjoyed the read i mean it, re- it reads so smoothly it's not it's it's double sized but it it goes down incredibly smooth the art is fantastic i'm a big monkey fan i know that it's like he's very stylized and and there's like a love it or hate it thing when you see people talk about monkey online, but I love it, especially in a darker book. Like if mm-hmm. a book's got to be darker and gritty, he's the artist I want on it. And it's interesting. That's, that's sort of why I don't love his final crisis pages that much. Mm, I feel like he works better yeah. on darker stuff. So that's, that's that, that fits. Well, I think that's definitely true. I think, I think you're right. Um, definitely more suited to stuff like this or like the um the darker parts of 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 John's Green Lantern stuff right, that right. that he would have worked on you know um but and and I'm glad to like I hope everything's okay with Monkey cuz I know that getting this out was took was a long journey and um you know I don't I don't know how much of the details we know of that but just Hope everything's all right, and and yep. it's it's really good to have this back because the the art's fantastic, and um, some of these bigger spreads uh, throughout here are just pretty gorgeous looking, um, especially in the fight sequences. There's some sequences that take 
you know, they use double page spreads to show these really big fights between Swampy and the and the evil Swamp Thing, and and is that supposed to be uh, Jason Woodrow? That's the one thing I couldn't remember. Or, or is the that evil just Swamp some... Thing? Yeah. No. So that is no. um, it's just a random. It's, no, no, no. Uh... It's not. It's not. It's not random either. It is. So the 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 guy who is the main character and his daughter. Oh yes, it is his brother in law. Like, I remember that the wife had k- killed herself, and this brother-in-law guy was like, "Yeah, that's basi- at, like the very start of that issue." Yeah, he's basically like Negan or some other like <laughs> yeah. villain from The Walking Dead, who's who's kind of right but is an asshole about it. Yeah, um, you know that's that's basically the uh, the character. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Got it. Um, so I, I want to start talking about the monkey art, but I want to talk about it sort of in a more metatextual way even though Vince and I just spent like 20 minutes talking about how much we hate the metatext of uh of the MCU right now but <laughs> I think that the fact like so let me ask you guys this question is the reason that this book was allowed to be delayed for over a year and not get an art replacement is that because it's black label is that because it is Lemire or is that because it's monkey let me preface this by saying I, I this was the right thing to do. If an artist is struggling with something in real life, DC should be giving them or just the, any publisher should give that artist the space to f- fix their their personal life. It's just comics. It's not that important. But you and I know that if this was on the monthly Superman book, he would have been replaced like instantly. So why do we think that this was allowed to? Is it is it the cachet of one or both creators? Is it the black label stuff? Like, what do you guys think? Why why was this able to happen? Uh, I think it was mostly because it's black label, and mm-hmm. I think they wanted it all to be the same artist. And I think more so that it is Lemire probably pulling for Monkey to be that one artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think their clout is why the book exists in the first place. And then right. the fact, then the fact that it's black label is, is why it was delayed and allowed to, because, because really, I mean, not that they don't care about the individual issues. They definitely do, but we kind of know that black label is also all about putting out trades oh, at the yeah. end that yes. where they're yes. going to be propped up and, and said, this is a, a evergreen thing that you're going to buy for years and years. So yes, um, it looks better. It looks better for everyone involved. If it's the same artist, same writer. I did not check this, but for some reason I had in my head that Dave Stewart did the colors for the first issue. And Dave Stewart is not coloring the rest of these issues, but I don't know if that is just me misremembering who colored the first issue. Let me actually check that uh, in DC Universe right now. Um, that was a nice thing about the suit for reading the first issue, because it's been so long. It is in DC Universe, so I was just able to find it <laughs> yeah. there, uh, as opposed to having to track it down like through uh, an old email or something. Let's see who colored the first issue. Do-do-do. Uh, but as I'm looking this up, I I enjoyed this uh, probably a little bit closer to Zach's enjoyment than Vince's enjoyment, just because I feel like there are there are certain creators that whenever they return to uh, one era or another, 
they can slip back in and it's not awkward. Like I think we've talked about. No, no, it, it was not. Uh, it was David Barron who this the first issue. So that's just my misremembering something. Um, but anyway, I feel like we've talked in the past about how Dan Jurgens today cannot really write like Dan Jurgens of yesterday. And so whenever he tries to return to like the death of Superman era, it always feels a little bit false because it doesn't feel like the same creator. Whereas I feel like Lemire here pretty successfully steps back into the vibe that he was going for with that new 52 stuff. So I, I, I do feel like this is a, an appropriate sequel to animal man tonally. I also feel like monkey's art would be a good fit for any swamp thing story, but specifically a swamp thing story that is this violent and this, uh, this bleak, I think monkey is like a natural fit for it. So, the art just looks really, really great. And I feel like for the most part, with, with, with two exceptions that I'm going to get to in a second, I think that this has the p- potential to be what DC wants it to be, which is an evergreen title that fits in pretty well with with what's come before and what will come after. The two things that in my reading of this that I sort of flagged as I don't know if I buy that or not is... I just feel like, and, and part of this is the problem with Swamp Thing comics since Alan Moore. Every person who writes Swamp Thing has either written him as lost his humanity or regaining his humanity. Though that's like that's the binary of Swamp Thing stories since Alan Moore, and this felt like he. W- I feel like Alec accepted this status quo too fast for where we find him in the beginning of the story. Like, he should be more detached from humanity than this. He should be even more pissed off that he is ripped out of his, like, afterlife or whatever, whatever we're calling that. It just felt a little bit, um, it seemed like he gave into the concept faster than than Alec would have, the being in how he was depicted early on here. Uh, do you guys agree with that or no? Um, I thought, and maybe this is me misreading it, but I thought he felt appropriately resigned to his fate after all that he's been through, through decades of Swamp Thing comics. It felt to me, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm cutting the book a little slack, but it felt to me like he was like just exceptionally tired (laughs) Well, it's it's specifically you know? in the fact that he said, like, the reason that he was doing it was because he said that his his family would never let him, like, they, they would want him to fight for people, right? And I feel like at this point, a character that tired wouldn't give a shit about that. Yeah, unless he had to go back and then his wife is mad at him because he, <laughs> it's like, you piece of shit, you let the whole world go to hell yeah i hate you now <laughs> um but is, that was the first and it felt a little bit off and then i i just felt like lemire's dead man didn't read like dead man to me but that's a minor thing dead man's not a huge part of this and uh but just his his tone did not uh was felt a little off to me but that's okay like i said it's, it's not that is not a big deal at all um but overall, I, I am enjoying this. And this seems like the rare instance of a creator coming on to do an epilogue to their former story that truly will put it to bed. 
I can't imagine Lemire revisiting Animal Man after this. I I can't imagine him working for DC again. Oh, he'll be oh, back can, eventually. I, I can definitely imagine him re- revisiting it again. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah, I think the fact that he's revisiting it now, I think, you know, 10 years on, I, the, yeah, I think I could see him hmm. do, doing this song and dance for a while. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a direct sequel to this in the near future. Wow. I I I could not disagree more, but I love the take. Yeah, I mean, I... Nothing surprises me in comics anymore. Um, on that topic, it's interesting. So I, I just published uh, my soliciting column for the April solicits. And I noted in there that if it was any other creator, I'd be like, oh, this person's coming back to DC. But it's because of who I say the creator is, you're going to agree with me that there's no fucking way. But DC is reissuing like basically every Alan Moore comic right now. And... Uh, it's just funny that they're reissuing these comics from somebody who just actively hates that they're reissuing these comics. But they're doing a Tom Strong compendium now after just announcing the top 10 compendium and they're doing a new V for Vendetta edition. But I feel like, to be fair, there's a new V for Vendetta edition like every six months or so. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Um, But uh, did Zach, have you read um, the uh, Alan Moore Swamp thing? I've read some of it. Um, I think I had like when so when they first got those um, collections in the late 2000s, the like hardcover ones, uh-huh. um, I think I bought like the first three of those and read those, but never went further than that. Vince, have you read it? The what now? The Alan Moore Swamp thing. Oh, um, not all of it. I've read, I've read a couple of trades okay, and, and whatever would have been, uh, some of the stuff around crisis or, or, or event tie-ins. I've mm-hmm. read those. My question is, do you guys feel like this is which side of the more debate do we feel like? Lemire lands on in terms of his characterization of Alec is this is this more inspired or is this the reaction to Moore's Alec I have no idea I don't have the ability to say that yeah I don't don't know if I do either honestly yeah all right I guess I'll ignore that question then uh, no, I, I just feel like that's the only question that to ask in the post Alan Moore Swamp thing. Those are the only two, but that's the binary of Swamp thing at this point. Uh, you're either you're either referencing more or you're undoing what Moore did. Um, but this seems to be that Alec Holland is Swamp Thing, therefore it's anti Moore because his whole thing is that Swamp Thing is an independent thing that thinks it was Alec Holland. Yeah, I think that's more just like Lemire playing off of the like most recent status quo of Alec Holland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this is going to be a particularly short episode. Did either of you read anything else this week that you want to, uh, that you want to talk about? Um, I didn't read it because it got uploaded pretty recently compared to some of the other books, but the, uh, the icon versus hardware, uh, book comes out this week um 
and it looks pretty interesting. It has really good, if I'm if I'm not mis misremembering, it has really good Dennis Cowan art. Mm -hmm. um, and I am actually behind on a, reading a lot of the uh, milestone stuff, um, but a nice little crossover series sounds cool. So um, I'm kind of interested in checking that out. Yeah, I wanted to check that out too. I, I'm I I am a little bit behind this because it's been a kind of a crazy week here, but um, as always, I am interesting. Um, I'm interested in Danger Street still, despite everything, and uh, I'm also still invested in Lazarus Planet for some reason. So, but I plan on catching up with Lazarus Planet before the finale hits next week. Correct? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I did. I read the Lazarus Planet thing, and and it's. I mean, it's more of the same. Mm -hmm. These are. I I think. These are more clearly, uh, overt tie-ins to. Actual books that are coming out. I feel like. I guess it maybe always was, but like, the Mer the Mercy Grave story from a few weeks back, right? When I read that, I was like, okay, there's not going to be like a Mercy Graves comic. She's going to have like a minor role in the action stuff probably, but like that's not an actual storyline that's going anywhere, right? <laughs> right. But this this comic though, it had it promises a Huntress story. Um okay. un untitled uh but to to come more to come in uh to be continued summer of 2023, it says. I'm going to guess there, that's like a tech backup, maybe. Uh, maybe, sure. Then there's the Doom Patrol short, of course, which we already know is a book that's coming. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then the, the very interesting thing at the end, uh, the last story ends with a little narration box that says, to be continued in spirit world number one, which is a book that I'm mean, correct me if I'm wrong. That has not been announced. Nothing called that. Has no, been but it will probably, I imagine it will probably be announced like the day the issue comes out or something. Yeah. That's how they tend to do these things. Like, yeah. What's crazy though was they just did the next dawn of DC. announcement, yeah. Like last week, uh, which, which actually we should talk about for a minute. Because because that is relevant to our interest here. Let me pull up that news article. Um, but yeah, uh, what story is that? The as I haven't even looked at the issue yet. What story is that teases that? Like who stars in the it's, story that teases? Oh, it's a it's a uh, new uh, character. Well, yeah, cat. Yeah, Cass is in it, and a new character. It's written by Alyssa Wong, I think. Okay, interesting. Yeah, the envoy is that the name of the character? I would assume. I don't I don't remember that. I kind of just like skimmed through it and so yeah. but I did see that, yeah. Mm -hmm. It looks uh first of all the art looks great. Um and yeah, it's it's this character that is maybe called the envoy and uh and and Cass Kane. Okay. Well and and Constantine sh Constantine shows up. Mm -hmm. So basically it maybe it's the shadow pack thing. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying that because we always say that whenever there's any right. Whenever there's any magic character, we're convinced to shut up back. It's gonna be 
I hope they just call it Spirit World number one, but I fear they're going to call it like Justice League Dark Spirit World number one. Right. <laughs> or right. some shit. Yeah. Hello, denizens of Earth 1218. We are the hosts of Make Mine Multiversity, a twice monthly podcast. I'm Jaina. And I'm Elias. Make Mine Multiversity is your handy guide to all things Marvel. Each month, we get into it with long looks at the careers of Marvel creators, characters, themes, whatever. Sometimes that means we dig into all things X-Men, sometimes we do a book club for Marvel series past and present, and sometimes that means figuring out which series is our heavyweight champion. Coming down by good old Skylaser to your podcatcher of choice every first and third Friday. Excelsior. Excelsior indeed. Alright, so we should talk about the uh, the other announcements that came out with the Dawn of DC news. So after Vince was convinced this is already a thing in a sort of Mandela effect type, type situation... There has been announced a new Titans series, which is written by Tom Taylor, illustrated by Nicola Scott. And this basically is the cast of Teen Titans Go plus Wally West on this team. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you see like we've seen Omen slash Lilith in the Power Girl backups. I wouldn't be surprised if she shows up. I wouldn't be surprised if Arsenal joins the team. But, you know, it's going to be basically a classic Titans team. And um you know, it's going to take place in Bloodhaven as like the sister book to Nightwing. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, are you guys equally excited for that? I'm yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I think I think it'll be good. We also have uh, a new Cyborg solo series, which had been announced before without a creative team. And this is going to be written by Morgan Hampton and illustrated by Tom Rainey. Uh, you all know my thoughts on Tom Rainey. But Morgan Hampton was one of the folks who was in the recent Milestone Initiative Talent Development Program, which is something that DC launched, I believe it was last year, to bring some new creators into the fold. So it's always nice to see one of those folks get a shot at this, uh, you know, at a, at a relatively big comic. Um, uh, there is a, a uh, as like a teaser for that in the DC Power special that came out a few weeks ago, uh, written by Morgan Hampton. Mm. Nice. Uh, I'll have to go back and look at that. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm, I'm so cynical about a cyborg book just because the last few we've gotten were were not great. Um, that said, I, I, I'm hopeful. I, uh, Morgan Hampton seems like a a nice guy on uh, Twitter, and also the art on the cover. I, I love the way the cover looks. The cover grabs me. I like. I actually like that jacket that Vic is wearing. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really cool uh, motif, and I think I'm I'm excited for for I'm hopeful. I'm hope. Let's say I'm hopeful. Okay, Zach, any thoughts on on uh, on cyborg? Um, not not a lot. I mean, the last few cyborg books we've gotten, I think, all seemed kind of promising at the outset, and then um, ended up being a little disappointing so i don't know you know i i hope it's, i hope it's good yeah i feel like it's it's tough when there's a the cyborg books either try to trap him back in his like high school times or make him the like basically the lesser version of like mr terrific in the dc universe right now where he's just like this super genius guy and i feel like the Nice thing about Cyborg is you can do both those things, not have to pick a side. Uh, but this has him literally running on the his high school football field on the cover. 
So I think we know what direction this one's going to go in. Um, but that's okay. And then the uh, the last book announced is the one that I'm a little bit confused about, which is it's a book called Green Lantern. And it is starring Hal Jordan. And it is written by Jeremy Adams, illustrated by Zermanico. And this was... It was also announced there's going to be a, a John Stewart uh, backup in this, and people were confused as to whether the John Stewart comic was canceled because there was supposed to be both a Green Lantern, uh, Green Lantern Hal Jordan series and a Green Lantern John Stewart series. We don't know if this is replacing the Green Lantern Hal Jordan series by Mariko Tamaki. It that was supposed to start in April. And here we are in April, and it's it's not uh, it is not solicited. So we presume this is the book that this isn't going to launch two books out of it: one the Hal Jordan book, one the John Stewart book. But Philip Kennedy Johnson has said that his John Stewart book is going to start as backups here and launch later in the year. So I know that um, it's a bad look for DC to remove a female writer and put another white guy in there, but. I think we've all been pretty big fans of what Jeremy Adams has been doing uh, at DC. And this book also promises sort of a more earthbound Hal and a big uh, Sinestro presence. So how do we feel about this? Well, Sinestro enjoying the three stripe life. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on board. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I, I mean, I, I liked this announcement quite a bit. I, I like Jeremy Adams. I like Sermanico. Nothing against Mariko Tamaki. Um, that that might have been a really good book. Um, but this, I don't know. It's just Green Lantern has been so inconsistent over the last few years. And, and Tamaki hasn't had like, I, I've, I've not had the best response to their, to their work at DC over the last few years either so th- this feels like a much safer option um it it may not have uh as much like high potential although like i i have really enjoyed pretty much everything that adams has done at dc but it, it like i said it just feels it feels safer and, and more consistent i think so yeah yeah i think that that's a that's a pretty uh accurate sort of summation of how I feel as well. You know, I think Adams has been doing really good work. I love the fact that there are there's gonna be a couple of writers doing a couple of books right now. That, so like it makes total sense for Nightwing and uh Titans to cross over. But I would love to see the Flash and uh Green Lantern crossover a little bit too. Or at least have some similar themes going on. Yeah. This is the first time that a, a writer has written Flash and Green Lantern at the same time uh, since uh, right before yep. the New 52 when yeah. when Johns was doing that. And Johns did not uh, um, really do that much interplay. Uh, Flash showed up like in Green Lantern, but the, the books, you know, the Flash book wasn't really around long enough to do any of that kind of thing. Right. Uh not only that, but I, I feel like I think everybody admits that the John's flash run was not great. Mm-hmm. Or uh, let me let me let me rephrase that. I don't know if it wasn't great or not. I remember at the time feeling like it was building to something that then Flashpoint never allowed it to actually become. 
Like it felt it felt very um it, it felt very much like a decompressed prelude to something that wasn't ever yeah. really real. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I wonder if the Mariko Tamaki thing is just um they've fallen out of favor at DC. Yeah, I don't know. It is it is really weird that they it's really kind of weird how they've fumbled the messaging on these books so much by, you know, kind of maybe announcing those projects too early mm-hmm. and then backtracking it with this new announcement that really doesn't reference the original announcements in any way and, and confusing a lot of people both on like where Tamaki's position is and what this like, you know, I think all of us were a little confused about the um the Philip Kennedy Johnson book about whether it was going to be its own ongoing moving forward, or if it was going to be a, a backup. And, and that's since been clarified, but, but still, I think they, they kind of bungled the whole announcement a little bit by, yeah, by and, not and acknowledging. It, yeah. And it was clarified by Johnson. Right. Like, yeah. DC he, didn't do yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um Yeah. I, I will say that I am enjoying the pace of the release of these books. Like, I, I, I think it's great that May is going to see just a couple of these books hit the shelves, right? Like, we don't need to have 10 new titles a month. Three is plenty. Um, did you see that there that somebody did the same thing that they did with the first image and they, like, messed with it to see what the other stuff written there is? Yeah, and one of them is like in later this year the return of the Justice League, even mm-hmm. though we were told like they're not going to return for a while, and we're getting a Titans book. Like, well, a few months later, Justice League's returning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think. I mean, I think they're going to coexist for a while. Yeah, as as kind of you know they're not going to they're not going to be like well you're you're in the hamper again Titans. Um I think people overreact to this stuff. I agree, but I, I I do think it's funny that just we've been promised for a while now how this is going to be a totally different Justice League free time. Ah, and uh, did you, you ever know. really believe that? No, but I mean it would be nice to have it true for more than like you know a few months. Mm. But you know, I guess I'm asking too much there. Um, anything else to say about these books? Nope. I guess not. Some, someone was... someone leaked a swamp thing for the uh James Gunn slap. I don't know if it's real or not, but oh it's a, we're recording this today before apparently James Gunn is doing his presentation on uh the DC uh extended universe going forward. What is the what is the leak? Just just that there's a swamp thing project. Oh, okay. It's just somebody you're... being cheeky who was apparently at this thing. I don't I don't know if they posted a swamp thing gif. I don't know uh-huh. if it's to be believed or not. Uh, who would you, who would you guys want to play Swamp Thing? Um, God, I feel like all the I feel like all the all the casting's been done, right? Like, it'll be uh, Vin Diesel <laughs> from Groot the Swamp Thing, the Vin Diesel story. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a type. Yeah, I am now. Uh, Seven movies into the Fast and Furious franchise. Oh That's yeah, you're doing that. Wild. How yeah. is that? 
there is some really good action stuff, but also the dumbest shit you've ever seen in your life. My new my new goal in life is to do what The Rock does in the seventh movie, which is he has a cast on his arm and he just flexes so hard the cast shatters off his arm. <laughs> and he says, Daddy has to go to work. Nice. So it's a new goal for me. Uh, Vince, what comes out next week? Uh, next week, February 21st. Correct. Batman Superman World's Finest, number 12. Batman One Bad Day, Clayface, number one. Black Adam, number eight. Catwoman, number 52. Deceased War of the Undead Gods, number six. Uh, the Flash, 793. GCPD, The Blue Wall, number five. Uh, Lazarus Planet, Omega, number one. Nightwing, 101. Stargirl, The Lost Children, number four. Superman, number one. Superman Space Age, number three. Titans United Blood Pack, number six. And Wonder Woman, 796. Well, until we're talking about those books, you can find two-thirds of us on Twitter. I am at Brian is an app. And I'm at the Woke of Z. If you need to find Vince, he is getting so hyped for the new One Piece live action show. <laughs> As he should. Uh, the, the only thing that matters is if they get Nami right. Right, Zach? Well, it is pre-time skip Nami, Vince, you know? <laughs> don't get too um, excited. I, yeah, I guess you're right. Is it, though? I don't know. I mean, it is. I guess. I guess it is. But but from that pre- that teaser image that got released, uh, U- Usopp is looking pretty thick. So that, that, <laughs> that doesn't really happen until post time skip either. So, See, so who knows? I, who can say? I'm saying they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty loose with the uh, continuity here. I mean, yeah. It, it's I mean, Net- it's Netflix. What, they're gonna get two seasons and canceled. So they exactly. Gotta... Who? Well, yeah. The first season is gonna be uh, uh, the romance dawn stuff, and then the second season will be Wano, and then they'll just end it. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, friends. We'll be back next week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Oh my God, Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada, none of this. Six gun in this, brother running this, Buffalo Soldier. Look, it's like I told you.